0: Welcome to the 18th episode of Let's Conquer Books. Cassandra Clare said, One must always be careful of books and what's inside them, for words have the power to change us. In this episode, I talk about the five books that have a long future expectancy because of the concept called The Lindy Effect. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Alexander the Great Reader, and this podcast is a place where we read, study lessons, and build our inner power because we know the next level doesn't tolerate cowards. Now, the Lindy effect, it was originated in a restaurant called Lindy, in New York, and they called it the Lindy's Law. So these people gathered in this restaurant called Lindy's, they would come up with ideas, and they came up with this idea that, you know, less is more. Meaning, a comedian who did only specials or guest spots, their career would last longer because they were doing less. And the ones who were doing monthly, weekly, daily programs, shows... Their careers lasted less. Now, someone called Benoit Mandelbrot, he coined the the Lindy effect. So he took the concept a little further with a little twist. And he said, you know how long, like say you did a special and that special people kept watching it. The longer your past work lasted, it would also last in the future. So... Let's say you had a comedy special that was made in 2018, uh, 2008, sorry, and we're in 2018. With this theory, it says it's gonna people are going to keep watching and enjoying it for another 10 years, making it the lifespan 20 years. So I have been I read a book called Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb, and that's where I heard about this Lindy effect, because the way he referenced it is the way he reads books, and he says... You know, he said that books that last 40 years will last another 40 years. Now, let's say that book lasts another 10 years. Now it's at 50 years. So it's going to last another 50 years. The knowledge, the, the takeaways that people take from that book. And that was very interesting. I was like, man, I should do a podcast. You know, think about the books in my own life that have that Lindy effect. Now, the first book that came to mind was Think and Grow Rich. By Napoleon Hill. Very famous book written in the 1937. So that's like about 80 years. It's already survived. So with this principle, this concept, it's gonna last another 80 years where people still read it and still use what is being said in it. Um I remember reading it and taking away, you know, you gotta have a burning desire. Well, you know, that's what spurs action. There's a lot of case studies of people who had to go through a lot to get to the place the dream the goal that they desired you a lot it talks of a lot about feeding your mind properly you know like with your thoughts and who you surround with yourself with you know persisting it talks a lot about persisting there's a story in there I remember that it was i think it was a mine that he invested in and he was digging and digging he gave up the next guy came in and just dug a little and he found it didn't persist he found the goal and the riches went to someone else talks about how you need to control your thoughts and use it to your advantage meaning just have that vision keep keep have grit have that growth mindset keep pursuing 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 towards your goal and it all starts with your your thoughts now the moral of that book that i think that has is the reason why 80 years people still read this and use what it said is says and it's going to last another year 80 years is that your thoughts have the power to make you rich not rich in financial money but rich in the quality of life, of health, of family, of friendship, of money, if that's what you're looking for, of time. So that's, it all starts here. So in your mind. In every aspect of your life, it all starts here. So you need to think ab- about way, the, way, the way you're going to approach things. And those thoughts got to help you persist. The, those thoughts have to be thoughts of burning desire. The second book is How to Win Friends and Influence People. That was written in 1936, so it's been 80 years, and it's going to last another 80 years under the concept of Lindy effect. This is one book that I've read a lot and used a lot, and it's true, I still use this book. I remember reading it and him have a chapter on smiling. Everybody knows the smile, but the, the way he presents it is very unique, very... It provoked me to try it and it works. And just smiling all the time. People talk to you, smile, smile. Everywhere you go, smile. And you're going to have different interactions with people. And if you're really trying to influence someone, smiling is a key. Remembering people's names. I am a master at this. Everywhere I go, I learn people's names. I even took this concept further where I have a strategy in how I remember people's names through a TED Talk I watched. Talk in terms of other people's interests, I consider my se- myself a pro at doing this, because of this book. I always talk about like there's this guy, you no know, Ernesto. He likes cars, so let's talk about cars. My father-in-law loves sports, so let's talk about sports. My kid loves superheroes. So let's talk about superheroes they love it and that's how you influence people people start loving you and when you have recommendations or needs or wants they'll do it because you listen to them and you talk in terms of their interests and what ties into that is that it's got to be genuine you got to really want to understand what they like what their interests are and i do that that's why i like to read a lot that's why i like to listen be an active listener ask questions and the moral of that book the thesis, the takeaway, the big takeaway is that we all need to influence people in some sort of way at work, with our family, with our kids, friends, any aspect of life. You're There's going to be a situation where you want to influence somebody and this book will help you create strategies and tactics and practices that will help you influence people third book is the alchemist by paulo coelho i think his name is that was written in 1988 so it's been 30 years should last another 30 years what i learned about that book it's it's about like fear in your life is the biggest obstacle and then you gotta um, this another thing was you gotta embrace the present your current situation you gotta prosper where you're planted have a good attitude. And then success is a ripple f- effect. You succeed in one thing, it's gonna, you, then you approach the next obstacle and you're going to succeed and you keep building off that, those successes. Because you, you start learning from your mistakes, you start learning on what's working, and you, now your successes are becoming bigger and bigger. It taught me how to focus on my journey. We're all on a journey. And that journey is very important. And while on the journey, you always got to take action. Action is key, part of the journey. All these concepts are being taught today, and they're timeless concepts, but this book puts it in a beautiful way. And the moral of this book, and why it's going to last another 30 years, is that we are all on a journey, and we are facing the same obstacles book number four is 1984 this one's more on the psychological political spectrum it was written in 1949 by george orwell 70 years it's going to last another seven years and what i learned about this book i remember the parts where they were destroying books so there's importance to books books have always been something that people destroy because there's so much power in books and they were what they were trying to do is destroy the past, destroy truth. And that's why books are important, truth is important and learning the past is important. It's important to challenge the the state, the government because if you don't there's going to be repercussions and those repercussions will be like big brother. That's the concept of this book that they're watching you, there's cameras everywhere, there's spies, there's people looking at you and We'll say, oh, he's doing this and he's doing that. And we're kind of seeing that now. That's why this book is so popular. Like with Facebook, everything they're doing, you know, they're getting in trouble with NASA, uh, not NASA, NSA, with Edward uh, Snowden and, you know, all the stuff that they're, they're listening to everything. Another concept of this book that was powerful was Newspeak, you know, a new way to speak to dumb us down. And I think that's why reading is important, because if you read, you, you build this vocabulary that's extensive, that if you television ain't going to give it to you, but watching entertainment on YouTube or you know being on social media is not going to give you. Books are very important. So the moral of this that's going to live another seven years and it's going to make this book become more real if we don't pay attention to what it's trying to tell us is that freedom of speech is very important. And we need to rely less on government. We give them more power, and power attracts. I read a book about it. Power attracts psychopaths. Power attracts people who want to abuse. So the less government there is, the less, the less you know think bad things happen where we're being controlled, we're being spied on. The last book. It's one of the best books I've read. I've read it 13 times, back to front, and that's the Holy Bible. I am a Christian, just warning you, and it's okay if you're an atheist or another religion. I still recommend reading the book, just because it's such a great, great book. It was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and it's going to last hundreds and hundreds of years or more, and because of the wisdom that's in it, you know, the parable of the talents, meaning we all have abilities, and it's like, what are you doing with your abilities? And that's a, that's a biblical, like they say, concept. It's not you have to be a Christian to prosper. No, if you got talent and you're going out and doing something with that talent, more is going to be given to you. And, they're, and things are going to be taken away from the non-doers and given it to the doers because they're doing. Parable of the two debtors. You know, some people get forgiven in life, but they won't forgive others. That parable the guy owed a bunch of money the king forgave his debt and then some guy owed him money and he was like goes complains to the king like hey this guy owes me money he's like man you really don't remember that i forgave you for the same thing you're trying to condemn this guy for powerful lesson that this book teaches the prodigal son is another good story you know that's one of foolishness of being prideful of thinking you know you like a teenager i got this i know instead of listening to your father you know, he left his father, he took his inheritance, spoiled it all, and he ended up, you know, eating very bad out of pig, where pigs, or pigsty, or whatever you call it. There, He's eating out of there, he's sick, he looks all malnutrition. he's just having this horrible life and he has to come back. But, you know, the father is there welcoming and understood everything. So it's a powerful story, it goes deep. That story you can go really deep into. You know, it's the best book about human nature. You, you you read the story of Solomon, King Solomon, it's all about vanity. He's a wise man, but vanity got him because he was like, okay, I want to try this. I want to try different women, different foods, different... And, and it never pleased him. He just wanted more and more and more. Joseph was a good story where he talks about pride. You know, he was like, oh, I'm going to be a king one day. I saw a dream and my dad made this special coat. And, you know, would that leave? People being jealous and he had to go through this whole humbling process. Samsung... Another good story, you know, he was uh, a judge and he was supposed to judge the city, protect the city, and he kept falling towards lust, lusting after women and coveting other women. Instead of focusing on his journey and what he needs to do, Moses is a good story of leadership. <clears throat> you know, he is frustrating. He was always frustrated with the people like, look at all these things we've we've overcome and you're still doubting. So great great story of leadership and he ended up you know not being able to really enjoy the fruits of all this struggle he did just because at the end he was just sick of everybody and jesus is the story of mentorship the greatest mentor mentors are the best mentors are mentors that show you how to do it he never taught anything that he didn't do himself he'll be like look don't doubt god There's no food. Let's bring the food. Let's pray, and he's gonna provide every time. He was like, "Look, don't doubt, don't doubt. Look," and he would provide an action that he did to prove what he was trying to help them understand. And the greatest thing about the, the this whole human nature thing about the Bible that I love is that human beings. Even though they're holy, they're in this holy book and they're praised as saints. If you read the stories in the Bible, there are people who made lots of big mistakes that I would never make. Like, I would be like, oh, wow, I'll never kill a person. I'll never lie. So people die. You know, just crazy mistakes that these human beings were doing. But God still used them and God still forgave them. And they kept going on their journey. And the purpose was of the journey was fulfilled. And the moral of this book and why it's going to go for hundred, hundreds of years? Love God, and love your neighbors. You know, love people around you, and love God. There you have it. Those are my five books that have are part of that Lindy effect, that are under the Lindy effect. I want to thank all my listeners, some subscribers. We are we're at about 600 plays and downloads altogether amazing my reading challenge i'm at 54 books out of 100 i'm at a really good pace i'm gonna get to read some bigger books now now that i'm socha ahead, i can read a thousand page books tell me how you're doing on your challenge we can connect on twitter instagram facebook all the links are in the, dis- the show notes or the description of the show and i'll catch you on the next one Please subscribe to my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or any other platform that has podcasts so you don't miss the next episode where I talk about the one thing that will help you get the most out of any book you read.